0: Hello and welcome to the Short Stay Virtual Summit. My next guest is David Diak. Oh my God, I forgot to ask you. I remember, sorry, I'm stopping because I oh. forgot to ask you and I thought I had it right in my mind. And I remember the conversation when I met you in London a couple of years ago. You said, How do you reckon you pronounce my name? And I think I said Diak. And you I think correct. you said Diak. And that's right. And I just suddenly had a, a mental breakdown of which way around it was. It's, it's right. David Diak. Diac, Diac. So I had it. Oh my <laughs> god! I'm so glad I checked. It's all right.
1: Sorry.
0: It's... Right, all right here we go again. Take two. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Short Stay Virtual Summit. I'm Elaine Watts, and my next guest is David Diac. Now David joins me from Sorted Stay, where he and his business partner have a large portfolio of properties that they've grown very rapidly. David, thanks for joining us. Tell us a bit about you and your background and, and a, v- a bit of an overview of what Sorted Stay does.
1: Hi, Lane. Thank you for having me. Um, yes, yeah, so a, a little bit about me. Um, I could talk about this all day as well, by the way. Um, <laughs> I guess like, um, if I'm going to try and keep it short and sweet, I um, always had, a, fr- I had a, a burning desire in my belly for business and wanted to get started in something but didn't quite know what. Um, and started an office supplies company when I was like twenty three um didn 't have any experience in the industry. just had a whim and thought, you know what people buy this stuff, every office needs it and wants it. so I started a company up, hired some staff, and took on a building, and probably went through every sort of like challenge you could have in business, or you felt like that at least anyway. Um, we employed people, fired people, um, had cash flow problems and um no systems and a few, you know, I've done that for a few years, and it was going quite well, and then it went really bad. And I was like, do you know what? Do I want to be doing this forever, or do I want to be, um, do I want to be doing something where I'll use, utilize my strengths? Mm. And I, I got a book through all about property, and um, probably followed a lot of journeys that many people have, and then went to an event and was speaking to people, and then I was like, well, this this is a bit of me, like, <laughs> if, if I'm honest. Um, I liked it, and. Um, I spotted a gap at that point where people were, couldn't um, raise finance for their development. So they were doing developments and spending all this money and energy and time on uh, working with um, estate agents and builders and getting quotes, but they get to the point of doing a deal and then they go, I haven't got any money, who can lend me some money? So I thought, well, if I can learn to do that at a really, really high level, then I could solve a problem for developers and for investors and link the two together. Yeah. And I spent, I spent two years um, learning how to do that. I had, I had a mentor who I bumped into and we got on like a house on fire. And although it was great and exciting um, and I learned a hell of a lot, there was no cash flow involved in it. And um, I, I found that I needed cash flow to live, obviously, as we all do. Um, and I, naturally, I met a guy called Matt Ward, who's uh, my business partner. And he said, let's, let's look at this um, short stay or service department business. Um, business opportunity and see what we can do with it uh, and that was in September 2016 um, and yeah we, we, we went out there uh, activity levels were 10 out of 10 uh, and trying to find a property and we use a strategy called rent to rent which you're probably familiar with and so are probably some of the listeners yeah um, and we just sort of went for it and you know within a month we had an apartment and we let it and it worked and then we found there's a need for um, different kinds of properties, so we've got those, and that worked. And then we refined our model, and we carried on quite quickly like that. And um, off the back of learning all of the skills from raising money, we turned that into a raising money for this business, but also it's the same um, structure and strategy that we use to source properties. Right. So we found that it was very sort of rapid and quick and fast, and um, that's how Sorted Stay was born actually, and now we've got a portfolio of 65 i think it's a little bit more now but i'll say that as it is um got a pipeline they're still there even given where we're at they're still growing and still once we get back to normal that will continue to grow and um yeah we've we're proud of how we've come along we've got a good team and
0: yeah and that's that's what brought you to today so yeah. it's really interesting to hear how you have grown and the, the learning curves that you've been through. And that's, it's great that you've actually had all those challenges in your past businesses because mm. they sort of give you the heads up moving forwards. And then, of course, there's always a new challenge when it comes to short term accommodation, always something to learn, always yeah. something happening. So, yeah, I'm sure you've got a wealth of experience built up there. Now we know many accommodation <laughs> providers are into survival mode right now. It's been really tough and there's no exact end date in sight. But I know that your team acted really quickly as the cancellations began to pour in for us all as they did across the board six to seven weeks ago. And we know the landscape has changed really rapidly, but and I know that you changed with it. So what were your first actions and how did you manage to keep that large portfolio working?
1: Of mm-hmm. course, cool. great, great question. So, um, first of all, there was this whole. Uh, I was away at Centre Parks, and I kind of saw it. when when this whole thing thing I call it a thing. Love when I than keep saying the word virus, but when it come about, we, we I don't think any of us took it that serious, and then all of a sudden it was like, wow, this is actually going to have a massive impact. And I think what happened for me was I I'm very self driven and motivated, but I, I went down, I went down really low, and I was like panicking, and I spoke to my business partner and said, look, we need to um we're gonna really need to pull put it out of the bag to, to keep afloat. Uh, and we had a meeting and we said, look, um, let's look at what we've got, what are our current resources, what have we done over the last, you know, three years that's got us to this point. Um, who do we know? Um and let's and let's pull put it all together. So I I'll, I'll fire off a few things that we did immediately. Yeah. Um and the first thing was got was go like who are our previous guests, who are our current guests and what can we do to get them back in. Um, or keep them for longer. So we made points of um, reaching out to them even by phone, uh, email, SMS, contacting them straight away. And then we said, well, who right now, given the circumstances, are gonna, is gonna need accommodation? So we know the leisure market was, was immediately stopping, but we said that there's people that need to self-isolate because they might live with their elderly parents, so that they, they might be at risk and they have to go to work. And we were still moving about a little bit then, more before like, that lockdown. Um, so we we looked at the whole branding side of around self isolation. That was our immediate first protocol. Um, we've renamed all of our units um, to self isolation units to be attractive and be different on the on Airbnb anyway. Um, and one thing that worked extremely well was um, and it's hands up it's something we hadn't done as much of as what we should have done was look at like Facebook and social media as a as a platform to generate interest and. That joining groups in Facebook and sharing that we need to be there to help self people that self-isolate and this is us, this is what we do and sharing it on my group on my page, on my own personal page, which I don't do a lot of. I was getting a lot of traction. I think I got 255 shares on one post um in a few days. And off the back of that we got inquiries and we started to go, actually, do you know what? Like there's a lot of activity that we should be doing that we haven't done before. Yeah. So let's focus on that. Um And we were doing little things like um, compliment slips for the doors of current guests, for business cards, and and things like that. One thing that we really, really um, dived into, which was the short term long let. And we looked at our portfolio and said, look, what what have we got to do immediately to make sure that A, we can um, break even or even B, make a profit? Uh, And we looked at um, Open Rent, uh, Right Move, Zoopla, Airbnb. I looked at it just to say, let's get our um, one month bookings in. but get them at a rate that is attractive to average Joe, who might want a fully furnished apartment for a month uh, to self isolate. Um, and that's what we did. We, 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 we went out even really hard on it, and before we knew it, we were, you know, we were booking people in left, right, and centre. Um, and even now, we've I would say ninety five percent of our apartments are full up. Um, on a monthly base and monthly type bookings with minimal costs um, and still turning a profit
0: amazing so you really the key was and and at the beginning you mentioned though it was difficult realization and i think that's not to be sort of glossed over that Everybody can find themselves in that situation where it is difficult to drag yourself up, especially in the face of something so huge that none of us could have predicted. And like you said, we didn't really take it that seriously at the beginning. You were away on holiday. I was at a show, the the short stay show in London, which actually was where I first met you the year before, wasn't it? This was the second year of that event. And people had stopped shaking hands, and it, it was very, very strange. And I wasn't really taking it particularly seriously. And uh, it wasn't until we actually got shoved, out, <laughs> shoved out of Excel at the end of the day, that we were like, "Oh, maybe this is something to, to think about." And then, of course, the snow snowballed from there. Uh, so, so it's not something to be to be glossed over. And we do need to all look after our mental health. And I. suggest that after you finish watching David or myself chatting, another person that's taking part in the Short Stay Summit is a guy called Adam Kadu. Adam is a master coach and mentor. He's amazing at just giving you tools and strategies that are going to help you work peak mentally and bring yourself up if you are feeling a little bit stressed, down, worried, he gives you those tools. So definitely make sure you sign up for that. So thanks for bringing that up, David. Amazing. But yes, then the key was you took action and you identified the areas that really, really made a difference. And you said now 95% are full. That's that's incredible work. <laughs> yeah,
1: thank you. And, and you know, it's, it's been a joint team effort. Um, yeah. And we... I haven't mentioned this yet, because the, the, one of the biggest pivotal moments for us was, um, you know, we we coach and help people as well, as, as you know. Yeah. But we followed our own blueprint, and sometimes, you know, you, we've done it so long, like we've done it to raise money, done it to acquire the units, and then we've always done it to acquire guests. And we jump back on, on the phone, and the activity, as, as I said, I'm about activity level. Um, a 10 out of 10 and we try and grade ourselves mm-hmm. all the time and go, where, where, where are we operating today? Are we operating at a four or a five, a six or a seven? And we, as a team, we want to be operating at a 10 out of 10 collectively to make sure we need to get results, especially during these times. And we, I was on the phone to the council, on the phone to the NHS trusts, local, um, and just speaking to people and positioning us as a business. And rather than bringing up saying, you know, what is it you want? Um, we say, look, this is the problem that we solve. And that's the a difference between trying to do like a sales call to doing a serving call and helping. And we found that, and we've always found, positioning ourselves in that way um, generates interest and it generates, um, generates business. And by speaking to the trusts, we got bookings from doctors and nurses and through the Facebook and we generated a hell of a lot of leads. And actually, um, I'll talk about this in a bit, but some marketing around that in a bit, if that's okay.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: To get the leads coming in and we were, we were booking the doctors and nurses in. We then started speaking to them and said that, who do we need to speak to in your departments? Um, and how else is the, how, how are the bookings happening internally? And where's everybody else staying? And then we found a way to then get funding for the doctors and nurses to stay with us, which is right. changed the game in a lot of ways, which has meant that um, they stay for free, the government fund it,
0: amazing
1: uh, we still get a good good rate which we you know we've kind of written off if i'm honest um and we're helping the doctors and nurses get what they need and want which is self-isolation which what, what they need um and we've been doing that successfully probably now for the past five or six weeks um,
0: amazing oh, mm. so, if so if somebody wanted to chat to you to to understand exactly how they might also be able to access that funding to help N h uh, s key workers are they able to reach out to you on social media
1: absolutely yeah I mean my name's uh david dieak i 'm sure you will right it, and you can search for me online there 's a friend page and then there's also a business page as well. The business page is not the best way to contact me because it goes into our i get reminders so you know it 's like <laughs> yeah, um, yeah it 's probably the best way to contact me um for sure but yeah I'm happy to talk to people happy to share what we do um And yeah, like it's it's been a game changer for us as a business uh, and for the doctors and nurses as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's uh, really good that we are, as an industry, able to offer some form of assistance because we're a valuable industry anyway and that can kind of get glossed over. But we do bring a lot to to an area as an industry. Um, But yes, to be able to do some of our part in just getting through these stages, I think that's absolutely brilliant. So congratulations on that. So you mentioned at the beginning that you're always bringing properties on and th- there were different properties being brought onto the portfolio, various stages to just bring it to the market when this actually happened. Are you still buying or bringing those properties to the market and, and planning to to fill them up?
1: Yeah, so we actually had a block go live around March the 10th, which was, um, you know, a week or so before Yeah. That? and yeah don't get me wrong it was a bit of a slow starter but again we've adopted it and brought it into the the system should we call it what we were doing anyway and now that's occupied as well so we're not necessarily actively aiming to grow but now that we're at the point of where we know how this is working and who our our new market is and what they need and want then we are open to taking more and more stock on but we've got a lot that was in the pipeline that was either being developed or um, some of it was even been built which of course construction has like stopped around that now but once that comes back to normal we'll, we'll continue as we were um moving forward yeah okay
0: um, so so this this change hasn't uh, stopped you thinking that the future is still bright for short-term accommodation or specifically service departments which is is your specialist area
1: do you know what in fact for me um i i personally feel it's a massive opportunity right now um probably bigger than ever i feel that um, over the last sort of three or four years, it's been it's grown massively in terms of a lot of people who've got involved in the industry. Um, but also during this, a lot of people haven't ever had an activity level of ten out of ten. It's, I've spoke to uh, to countless people now who are, are openly admitting operating at a three out of ten because they have kind of given up. And what they've done is literally given up their businesses and given up their portfolios and whatever else. And I think given that we're going to be coming back from um, Lockdown, and we're, everyone's going to have cabin fever. and We're going to not necessarily want to be able to travel internationally. And, and summer's coming; and the staycations become you know, a thing. Um, I personally feel people are going to want their own space in apartments going forward. Um, I feel that with less, there could be more, more of a demand, but less of a supply currently. And I think it's going to we're going to see a huge spike in the in the industry again. And I think um, for operators and portfolio you know, larger scale operators, I think we'll do very well out of it.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. There are definitely some brand new opportunities that are, that are definitely on the horizon. And and as you say, it's going to be the staycation because international travel, who knows when that's going to open up. But yes, everybody's itching to leave and go somewhere else. So yes, really good point that you raise there. So bearing that in mind, where will you be focusing your marketing efforts moving forwards? And towards coming out of, of lockdown?
1: Yeah, I mean, we've learned you know, a lot of the things that you probably should be doing as a business owner and operator. Like from from our side, I guess we've got we've got a quite a vast team in the Philippines who take care of our customer service. We've got we hired a general manager. We wait I say hired but we invested in a general manager in October last year, who's changed the game for us as a business because of the way we are and how we operate. Um, and because our focus has always been on scale. Yeah. Now, given that this has happened and now that the, our general manager is stopped studying the ship in terms of operations, me and my business partner have got to look at how we actually advertise ourselves and how we get our brand out there. And what we've done a lot of, obviously, throughout this is build relationships that we probably wouldn't have had before with the councils, with um, NHS as an example, and many other people around that but we've also seen the power of Facebook and direct marketing and actually said, you know what, like less, again, like I said, we should have done this already, as much more than what we have now, but we hadn't. Um, But the Facebook and Google has made a significant difference to us and we've actually been able to fill those commissions being saved here and everywhere and our approach towards it's um, only gonna grow. Um, We're gonna focus much more heavily on um, Facebook and Google advertising. Um, and keep working with our current and future guests and even previous guests just to keep doing some more business.
0: Brilliant, yeah, and I, I know that Facebook, because there have been so many marketing budgets pulled, Facebook adverts are extremely cheap at the moment. So if, if that is something that anyone watching hasn't yet considered doing, then it's, it's a good time to, to learn how to do it because you, you're not gonna be wasting yeah. a fortune because they, they're very, very cheap. At the stat, moment, so stat. yeah, good start.
1: Do you mind if I give you a bit and a, 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 an overview of a bit of a stat?
0: Yeah, so, of course. Love uh, a stat.
1: Love <laughs> a stat. Well, I'm not we not really the stats man, but I'll, I've got, to, I'll a guard <laughs> right? got a good
0: one. <laughs> <laughs> let's um, do it.
1: <laughs> um, as you know, we run we run a coaching business as well, so we've got a, a, a view on Facebook advertising. So when we adopted it for uh, our apartment business, we said, this is have a look. Let's get, let's get a low spend per day." let's get our right target audience and just see what happens and because we had the funding arranged for the for the NHS and we knew that we could get that in we said well now we've got funding and we need more leads so what can we do to get more leads we spoke to all of our current direct um, doctors and nurses but then once that's exhausted it's exhausted so we created a a simple advert um, where we advertise you know what it is we're doing how it works and who, who can apply for it and we, would get, we were getting a lead per day. Well, per day. Per lead was costing us 39 pence per right. lead. Hit our inbox saying, I'm a nurse working at South End Hospital. Um, I'm on the front line. I've got to self-isolate. And then we would then follow up with that and then book them into our accommodation. Now, um, we over, overall, we've spent around £150 on all of that. And I'd say revenue-wise, it's probably generated in, anywhere between... Let's so have a between 6.5 and 10K. Uh, and that's
0: amazing.
1: Well, it's broad, I know, but I just want to give you the sort of... Yeah,
0: of course, a, the sorts a, of returns that are, are actually available, the difference that you can make.
1: Yeah, and, you know, we're taking into consideration that a lot of people aren't doing the same strategy that we're doing and we're probably one of the only ones and it's quite niche, but for us, it's gone, wow, um, has that been possible? So we're definitely going to be reinvesting in our marketing strategy going forward and, you know, that's where we're going to find our energy in.
0: Yeah, no, that's great. Thank you for sharing that because it really does sort of illustrate what can actually be done with the right targeted marketing within within Facebook. It's It can be hugely powerful. So thanks for, for building, for drawing that out. So f- let's have a look a little bit more at marketing. When you're sending people from Facebook, you want to send them to take a specific action. And many times it can be to your own website because that's the place, the platform where, where you'd like people to do that direct booking. Can you just give us the benefits of having your own website and just if this should really be something that hosts and, uh, and owners should really focus on right now?
1: Yeah, great, great question. And so we, we invested um, in our own website, uh, probably start this year, a proper one. You know, we've had, we've had a website, but we really wanted to make it something quite special. Yeah, and. It took about two to three months to get it right. You know, we were a bit of a perfectionist in how it was all come together. Unfortunately, like it, it ended up sort of turning out that it's like pretty much completed at the start of this. Now, the power that that's given us is it's meant that we can now direct everybody to that website. Um, it's meant that even the lead, or even the, the application forms that the NHS are filling out is through our website, so they can see the accommodation that we've got. They can book it directly if they want through, through the website. Um, and we've used and we've used it as a for brand awareness, it's been absolutely phenomenal because with our, our views and our sites has just gone through the roof. And now we've gone from just being a, you know, a service department business to having a, a local presence, which is, you know, I'm getting tagged in things left, right, and centre on Facebook, and people are reaching out to us because now they know of us, whereas before they, they didn't really. Um, and I can see long term how that's going to benefit us. And like I say, we're very like new new to this part, but in the last six or seven weeks, it's, it's blown our minds.
0: Yeah, really interesting. And the, the benefit of your website is that you can go into even more depth about who you are. You can really tell your story, and that is what people want. They want to know who the faces, or the face, or the faces are behind the, the business. They want to know. And I believe moving forwards, that that visibility and that openness and the transparency of who is running this business is going to be key in building trust, especially with extra things that people are looking at with regards to travel and the risks that they're seeing in front of them. So if you've got the visibility, you built the trust, and you're saying that you're cleaning these properties to make sure that people are safe, you've got your worry-free cancellation policies in place, and you're thinking about all these things that guests are now going to be thinking of, the the website just underpins all of that and uh, just opens those doors.
1: And I agree. And I think, I don't know how you feel about this, but over the years, well, I think I think like 10 years ago, it was all about having a business and a brand and it was all about the company. And as, as I think social media has developed and it's become more about the, the person behind the brand and behind the business and people want to get to know who you are and what your values are and what you're all about. And like you say, you can, you can, you can convey that so much better on your own platform than what you can on any of the online travel agents um, and really get yourself out there and we've felt that
0: yeah absolutely agree with that it's so faceless on uh, the listing sites it is very functional um so there there is no option opportunity to put any of your personality in there so so moving forwards we do have an opportunity to to really stand out and be the people behind the business and and as david says that's what people want to see they want to know who it is Okay, so where do you think the future of our industry is headed? Do you think it will be more longer term lettings, local stays, or do you think it will be more of an experiences? Because experiences were really on the up, weren't they, just before this happened? I wonder if that will continue. What, what do you think?
1: Yeah, great question. I think from, you know, Airbnb have changed some of their settings now, they're more up into the longer stays as well. Um, and based on, I guess based on what we've found, and that we're able to we've now found a market that wants somewhere for a month, don't want to pay on a nightly basis, which is normally bringing more revenue. But the cost level to us has gone down quite phenomenal. So for us as a business, we've gone, well, long term, we can most definitely have this as, a, as part of our, our model. Um, so I definitely think there's an option to tap into, yes, your tourists, your leisure, your corporate, but also your, your one month type bookings, which I think from those that want to not. Not a lifestyle type business but more relaxed type business I think it's a huge opportunity. Um, I think as an industry I think it's going to boom anyway because of the whole awareness around social distancing and people wanting to have their own space. I yeah. think that's going to make a, a significant difference um, and yeah and looking at packages and experiences and being niche in that is going to be even more relevant because I like I love what we said at the beginning a lot of people are had joined the industry over the last few years because it's become very sort of popular and attractive yeah. but they just joined and then like anything you need to create your own um, niche with anything and you need to stand out and having packages and having deals in certain ways um, will be more popular i see i see it i see it happening so yeah i think i think it's got there's a lot a lot of good to come to come and it's a very exciting time albeit Onto on the other side of this
0: <laughs> yeah absolutely and it, it is it's nice to see that we, we we do sort of feel like we're we're on the way towards that now at least there's some changes being made so that is really good and just finally before we we say goodbye do you think there'll be less of a focus on the listing sites the online travel agents otas and more focus on direct bookings moving forwards
1: Yeah, i think it should be um i mean definitely from us and Um, I know many people that talk about it a lot and I think you don't always see the value in things until you do it yourself Um, and like like I said we've spent minimal money had had a really really good return from it and we want to be doing a lot more of that and I think everyone should be more aware of how they they advertise their business and like we spoke about getting your brand out there and and being very niche Um, and I think there's a lot of frustration with people right now where the OTA is just turned off and um kind of just abandoned a lot of people which you know they they had to really but at the same time um there's a lot of frustration around that and i think people need to remember that and you need to have um direct marketing as a as a strong strategy in your business even if it's like 20 to 30 percent of what you do i think you need to really be taking it serious and um making it happen
0: yeah, a, a really, really good point there, sort of taking back that control and, and knowing you have some form of control moving forward is, I think it's gonna be absolutely key. So thank you for for rounding that off there perfectly. It's been brilliant to chat to you today, David. It's great to see what an amazing business you've built there and, and how you've adapted and changed. So thank you for sharing that with everybody today. Um, can you tell us how people can get in touch with you if they want to know more, just remind us of the best way.
1: Thank you, yeah, of course. So. Um if you search for me on Facebook, David Dyack, um, I'll come up, I'm sure I've got quite a unique surname, so right, there aren't many of us out there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we, we, as I, as I mentioned, we do um, help people with the startups and scale up their businesses. Um, so you can find us at, um, what was it, it's a, it's a free gift for uh, www.freesatraining.co.uk and it talks about our model and how we do things and how we position ourselves and how we, how we raise money and got apartments. It's a 30 minute training there. Um, perfect yeah and yeah that's it really just just drop me a line
0: amazing thank you it's been a real pleasure and hopefully I'll get to meet you again in the not too distant future and best of luck for the future cheers David thank you no worries have a great day bye for now bye